Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Pray that everybody had a very joyous Christmas, and we're still in that kind of eight days of Christmas right now. This year, these holy days of obligation fall on normal Sundays, so everybody's like, that's a bonus. <laughs> Lots of people are here at the Vigil Mass because there's some other secular observance going on today. And today we celebrate the Feast of Mary, Mother of God, which is a beautiful opportunity to reflect on the Blessed Mother. And the name of this feast day is something that is incredibly profound, but oftentimes not reflected on the fact that Mary is the mother of God. The fact that Mary is the mother of God. Because as we celebrate sort of our Lord being born into the world last week and how the creator of the whole universe took a human nature to himself and was born as a vulnerable small child, Today we can reflect on how the creator of the universe who had taken on a human nature and was a small child had a mother. And how amazing that must have been. Before Mass was starting and during the opening prayers I was looking out into the crowd and I just saw like all of these moms holding their kids who are like Either they don't really want to be here, or they're upset, or whatever's going on. And then mom picks them up and holds them and kind of rocks back and forth. And everything's okay. And I was reflecting on how 
Jesus himself was once like a kid who was upset and didn't know what was going on. And this woman was able to pick up the Son of God and everything was okay. When all these shepherds showed up and it was all these strangers and, you know, coming in, surely our Lord cried a little bit. And Mary was the one who was able to bring him peace. You know, to bring him peace. And it's something that's really profound and it's something that we need to reflect on about our own mothers and motherhood in our own time. And it's something I've spent a lot of time reflecting on because I didn't know my natural mother when I was growing up. My mother died when I was two years old. And I was raised by my stepmom and my dad. And, and I knew that both my stepmom and my dad loved me, but I oftentimes would sit at the kitchen table and just wonder, like, I wonder if my sister feels different when she's around my stepmom than I feel when I'm around my stepmom. And the source of that question was really, so my sister grew inside of this woman's body for nine months before she even came into the world. And so there must be something different about their relationship than about my relationship with her. And modern neuroscience would say, yes, there is something different about her relationship than my relationship with her. Because like attachment relationships begin from the moment of conception. And it's an amazing scientific thing. And I usually don't preach on scientific things, but it's an amazing thing how when our brains are formed, they're formed in the womb, sort of from the bottom to the top and the left to the, or the right to the left. And so that emotional center in our brain that sort of tells us when we're in trouble or it tells us when we're in danger, that forms first inside the bodies of our mothers, which means that our mother's bodies are able to calm us down. They're able to soothe our emotions. And we see that all the time with kids, right? When I go visit, I have a three-year-old niece who's awesome, and she finally loves me. And I have a, like, six-month-year-old niece. So if I pick up the six-month-old niece and try to hold her, she throws a fit because I'm an unfamiliar body. And then I just give her to her mom and she's like, shh, everything's good, mom has the magic, right? Because her brain knows this is my mom's body and this is where I'm safe and secure and everything's gonna be okay. Now my three-year-old finally likes me, but about a year ago I'd go see her and I'd be like, hey, how are you? And she'd look at me like, bleh. She'd like back up, go hook herself onto her mom's leg and then she could engage with me in relationship. Right? What was happening? Her brain's like, oh, I'm in trouble. Where's mom's leg? Shh. Okay, now I can talk to this strange person that came to visit us. It's an amazing thing. And Mary, Mary was that person in Jesus' life. Mary was that person in Jesus' life. Which means that when our Lord was in distress, he also would want to go to his mother. And she was able to bring him calm and peace and safety and security. And this is illustrated so beautifully in 
the movie The Passion of the Christ, where as our Lord is walking the road to Calvary, he oftentimes just makes eye contact with his mother, and then he gets up and he keeps going. Sort of moved by her love, or when everything's falling apart, like, where's that person? There's that person. Okay, I'm going to be okay, and I can keep going. This is why we say that like Mary has the highest place among the saints in heaven because she shared a relationship with our Lord that no other human person could ever share. She's the only human person that had that kind of attachment relationship with our Lord. The person that brought him comfort. And so, too, when we have a devotion to her, that's the role that she plays in our own lives, that she wants to play in our own spiritual lives. In the second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians, St. Paul says, As proof that you are sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. That all of us, by virtue of our baptism, are sons and daughters of God. By virtue of our union with Christ, we can also call God our Father. And so, by virtue of our union with Christ, we can also call Mary our mother. And the role that she plays in our spiritual life is that she also is that person that we can run to when we are in distress or worried or we feel unsafe or we feel insecure. Because she always is there to welcome us, to throw her arms around us and to comfort us. The true meaning of Mary and devotion is that like, we allow our hearts to be transformed by union with hers, which means we run to her in our distress. And during this coming year, it's a time when a lot of us are making New Year's resolutions. And oftentimes those resolutions are things like, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to give up junk food, I'm going to give up Facebook. I'm going like, to not check my phone, all, whatever it is. But most of the things that we try to give up as part of our New Year's resolution have to do with things we use or things we run to when we're in distress. Aren't they? I'm not going to eat so many cookies. When do I eat cookies? When I'm stressed out. When I'm in distress. Or I'm not going to check my smartphone all the time. When do I do that? When I'm lonely when I'm feeling like lazy, when I'm distressed. Or I'm going to not eat McDonald's all the time. When do I eat McDonald's? I eat McDonald's when I feel like distressed. And I want to know that somebody loves me, so at least like McDonald's makes me feel good for five minutes. There are things we run to when we're in distress. And so on this first day of the year, as we are thinking about the new year, and we're thinking about giving up these things, 
Let us remember that there is somebody that we're supposed to run to when we're in distress. You know, just like a child runs to their own natural mother and she's able to calm him down. So too, we are invited to run to the Blessed Mother because our Lord gave her to us to be our mother. And perhaps especially to those of us who don't know what it feels like to have a natural mother. To bring calm and safety and security to our lives. And let us pray that through her intercession, through her love, through her presence, that we all may grow in holiness this year. That we all may come to know the fullness of the joy that our Lord has planned for us. Because we each are beloved sons and daughters of the Father. And each of us has Mary as our mother.